What's good, family? Every day, God gives us something to live on, grow on, and be blessed with. And we want to share that with you. Every day is a testimony. Branton and I have been able to grow from each other as God continues to show up in our lives. We just want people like you to have a chance to be impacted by our day-to-day interactions with each other and with Christ. So let's get it. All right, here we go. Finally, we are live. Welcome back to the Loat Podcast. The Loat. (laughs) (laughs) Not as doing the exact same one, bro. (laughs) The same sound, bro. (laughs) You're living rent free, my boy. (laughs) <laughs> the same exact sound that's wild oh my goodness <laughs> you're living very free in my head my guy oh <laughs> uh, it was funny too is i had wanted to start this episode out by singing that uh three little birds song by bob marley that uh like don't worry that's the wrong song be happy well like, it's kind of a hint to our our title See yeah, but no, but that's the wrong song though. That's not the Bob Marley song. It isn't. Yeah, that's the Bobby Mick something song. What? Yeah, three little birds go. Three little birds goes like it's like. Um, hold on. Three oh, little right. birds <laughs> beside my doorstep, you singing like sweet singing songs, sweet songs. A melody, a so melody yep. pure and true. Ah, uh, singing. Yeah. This is my this message, is my to, message you. to you. Yep. Yes. So I got it wrong. Yeah. Isn't it about the whalers? About Marley and the whalers. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, there we go. You know what? About a thing. Oh my goodness. Because every little thing, little thing, is gonna be it's all gonna right. It's gonna be all right. Come on. That's so good. Well, now you guys know. <laughs> Welcome to Lope Podcast, y'all. We are we're so happy to have y'all. If you are new here, what's good? You know, we're so Wait, glad you on. could join us. I gotta know yeah. what inspired that song. What inspired that song? Yeah, yeah. that's the the segue. That's so, the segue. <clears throat> that's the segue. I can give the segue now, <laughs> or I can give it later. What you want? I trust you. Do do what okay. you feel is best. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll tie in that segue of the three little birds. Keep that in the back of your minds, okay? Okay. Got you. I won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like I was saying, for real, y'all. Like, thanks so much. Um, you know, for listening. Like, if you're new here, like, I'm so glad y'all could join us. And then, if you've been around. Welcome back. Like, you know, it's so great to, um, so we're so glad that you guys are listening again. Uh, we want to say, as we always do, you know, praise God for episode number seven. You know what I'm saying? To God be Shout the glory. Out, first off, to God. You're right. To God be the glory. Now, also, I want to give a special shout out to our family and friends. Like, everyone who has been encouraging us and, like, been diligently listening. Like, we really appreciate it because we, we really could not do this without y'all. More importantly, we could not be doing it without God because he is the foundation with which we're even doing this. So, and I guess something else we got to make sure we let them know about 
Oh, my fault. We about to say. I was just gonna say, and that's on God. And that's. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? My sister's been saying that a lot recently. Like, but it's at the at the most randomest time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like we we'll just be out, and and I'm like, yeah, that chicken was really good. And she's like, on God, and that's on <laughs> at the God. table. <laughs> at the dinner table, my mom was like, "What did you say?" <laughs> and I'm like, I I really don't. I don't know what it is. I don't even know where this became a thing. You know what I mean? You People know what? Just start saying, oh, God, Chrissy. Every time you better say, and that's on God. After you said you got smacked the table. If you're at the dinner table and the the, the chicken is smacked, be like, yeah, that chicken was smacked, and that's on God. Bah! And smack it. All right. <laughs> Put a stamp on it. Let them know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so weak. Uh, wow. I don't even know how we got to that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but shout out to. <laughs> shout out. Shout- <laughs> I love you, man. Shout out to the shout out to the fan for real. We love y'all. Um, and I think what we said too is after this episode, we're gonna be going on sabbatical. So like, praise God for rest. You know what I'm saying? And that's we on God. And that's on God. Yes, most definitely, because God rested on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, yeah. So like, we're gonna be resting for like one week, and then we're gonna be planning in the second week, and then we're gonna come back and start season two of this episode. And I know we're like we're so hyped. To kind of uh, move into that next chapter, but man, you know, let me tell you what—they don't even know what they got to come for them for no, season two, boy. Not at all. Woo! Not at all. <laughs> they don't even know, Listen. bro. <laughs> nah, nah. Season season two is about to be a whole <laughs> nother level. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm so excited, bro. Man. I'm so excited, I mean, but you know listen. what? We gotta get through this episode first. But I'm so right, excited right, for right. season two. I'm so <laughs> excited. I'm so excited for season. It's so two. good. Man. I'm so excited. So to kind of, I guess to to go back to what we were saying before with the uh, the song at the beginning, the three little birds. Uh, so building background a little bit, actually, Tiso mentioned yeah. to me about Hebrews chapter three, and he was like, "Hey man, you know it talks about softening your heart, you know, to the Lord's word." And, you know, I think that'd be a good episode to kind of go through. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think, you know, something really good, good to go through. So I read it and I was like, wow, like this is really something we can go deeply into and mm-hmm. honestly, like make an episode. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I was like, man, maybe we should kind of like begin it by like us uh, humming like three little birds. Um, I think, you know, there's a line in the song that we just sang. Don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I think, and I will dive deeper into this point as we go on, but as we soften our hearts um, to God, yeah, I think all the things in our lives that could be things that, you know, throw us off to him, they won't anymore, or they will, but we'll be able to counteract them with things that will allow us to not worry because we know that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Like we're good as long yeah. as we soften our hearts. And that's mm-hmm. why this episode's title is Soften Your Heart. So let's Soften dive right your in. Heart. Man, let me tell you what. God has just been doing great work in my life, bro. And I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm nothing but thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've been, uh, I've been wanting to get into the word more, you know, and just being intentional about it. And, and you know, just 
doing it, right? Instead of talking about it and saying, you know what, this is what needs to happen, actually making it happen. You know, because it's one thing to say what's about to happen, but then it's another thing to actually, you know, it's put your money where your it. mouth is. You feel me? Exactly. Yep. You know, let your actions speak so louder true. than your words. You know, and at the end of the day, if your actions are speaking louder than your words, those same actions could be your words that become the action to speak louder for your own words. You know, now I'm not just mm. rambling on and saying, oh, you know, wow. la di da da da, right? But instead of la di da da da, I'm over here quoting, you know, Hebrews, um, Hebrews, you know, uh, chapter, chapter chapter three, three, you know, and it talks about softening your heart. Don't let, don't harden your heart for the Lord because in doing so, you're <laughs> shutting him out of your life, right? And in doing yes. so, you're not going to accept his word, you know. Yeah. So, it's uh, God That's is so God has been doing great work. Um, and I guess just what I wanted to say within that was um, I've been uh, right uh. So due to just the inspiration of Joshua, so I've been reading um, Joshua and Hebrews like together. So I've been doing like mm-hmm. Joshua 1, Hebrews 1, Hebrews 2, Joshua 2, you know, back and forth. Um, it, it, it's due to just some inspiration I had while I was praying. Uh, and in Joshua 1, it talks about reading the word daily uh, in the morning and in the evening. And... Um, why it says that is because, you know, if you're if you're in the word, you know, habitually, right? And not even just like on a okay, I'm gonna do it once a day type of thing. But if you're going through the same thing, you know, morning and evening, it your chances of that solidifying within within your heart and you knowing that word are higher because you're going over the same thing twice within a particular day. You know, the better mm. for more, right? So God yeah. you know, can speak through you, right, multiple ways within that same thing. It's something that I notice my pastor does. My pastor uh, often, oftentimes or not will, you know, have different sermons on, you know, the same, the same scripture for like four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight weeks, you know, back to back to back to back to back. And I'd be like, man, like, you know, are we ever going to go to like new scripture? Like what's going on? <laughs> You know, but like right, the, yeah, yeah. the truth of the matter, though, is that, you know, even with that being said, right, God is inspiring him and teaching him something new about that same scripture that he just read. You know, it's just crazy yeah. just what your perspective does. And, you know, mm. you go through certain things or being in certain seasons in your life or, you know, other other seasons starting to make sense. Like you could have went through a season, been out of a season, been in a new season, read the word and be like, oh, I guess get why I had to go through what I went to, right? Because now I'm in this season, I'm reading this word and it's saying, you know, X, Y, Z. I'm going to give you a prime example, right? Because we're talking about softening hearts. So mm-hmm. about, about a month and a half ago, um, Gabby had sent me this, uh, this sermon. <laughs> and with this, within the sermon, it was talking about, you know, loving, loving thy neighbor. Um, and, mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually I'm trying to remember if I if it was actually at church it was their sermon but it was a sermon that inspired this but it was like love thy neighbor as you love yourself right and some of the talking mm-hmm. points were you know be willing to step out your way to help somebody else in need I remember I was at the um I was at the uh, the grocery store um and uh, I saw. I saw these carts just sitting in the middle of the parking parking lot. 
Um, and, you know, even just something that simple where I could, you know, help like the people that would have to like drag those carts and put them where they belong. Right. I looked at that cart. I said, bro, I'm not going to move that cart because if I move this cart, I'm going to have to move the two other carts around it. That's just like a lot of work. Now, I just so happened to be. I just so happened to be with Jerry at the same time. And Jerry, you know, shout out to my boy because he has a big heart for servitude. You know, like he definitely mm. like inspires me in just how much he serves and just, you know, his intentionality behind him, you know, serving with just purity, like with like a no strings attached type of thing. Well, not even like a no strings attached type of thing, but like, you know, it's like he's just doing it just to do it. Like he's not even like mad. He's like, bro, I'm happy to like, you know, wash the dishes for you. I'm happy to help you clean your room. Like, you know, that type of stuff, you know, and that's just, Mm -hmm. that's something that's so like encouraging to me. So I, so I happened to be with them. And as I walk past that cart, what does Jerry do? Jerry takes that cart, takes the cart we were driving, takes the other two cars. And I'm like, I, I guess I got to help out now, you know? And God was like, look, you know, I'm over here trying to teach you to help others. Right. But Mm. you're, you're missing your opportunity. Right. But then he was like, good thing is you're walking with this kid right here, you know, that has a even bigger heart, a bigger heart, you know, of servitude than you do. And I'm going to let it do what it does. Right. Mm. Now, within that same week or so, um, I remember I was back in my room. Now, you know, I have a rather a peculiar situation with with, you know, my room and situation and the, the dishes and just how how clean it's kept. Right. Now, mm-hmm. truth be told, this year, it's like 5%, if that, my fault. I'm rarely ever in the room. Um, but, you know, okay. the dishes still be like, you know, ceiling high type stuff. <laughs> um, and I remember looking at the dishes, I'm like, bro, something just told me you should do these dishes. And then immediately as I heard that, I was like, bro. I am not doing these dishes, bro. You see how many dishes is that? And I just started complaining back and forth. Like I was going back and forth with myself. I said, yeah, bro, this is not happening. And it didn't happen, right? But that was another moment God was like saying, yo, you know, you don't want to do this. I know that, right? But this is another way that you could be serving your roommates, right? Acting out of love, right? Like we talked about a few episodes mm. ago, right? You may not agree with somebody, but you can still pray for them. That's how you show your love for them, Right. I may mm. not like the fact that the dishes are ceiling high, but I can still, you know, do the dishes for them, right? Um, and I yeah. can still clean up, you know? Um, and then eventually, yeah, we'll have that conversation. Be like, hey, like, let's figure out how we can manage this moving forward. But, you know, that was, I feel like in that particular moment, that was an isolated thing where God was like, yo, let's make this happen. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, nah, bro, we're not going to do that. Like, <laughs> I'm not cleaning these dishes, bro. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and God was like, bro, I'm trying to put you on, put you on to the free word and you won't take it. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut this real short because I've been talking for OD long now, but no, man, you we good. had, um, we just had room inspections um, and, you know, same situation. Dishes were, 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 were piled up, right? The difference now though is I so happened to be in Hebrews and I so happened to read, you know, Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled, right? Soften your heart and, you know, do what you have to do, right, for your roommates. You know, you may not you may not agree 
with why that's the particular situation, but you can still help out from a serving heart. And that, that really drew me back to like, man, like, you know, for all the years that Jeremiah lived with me and, you know, he was so just happy to wash the dishes, whether they were his or whether they're not, you know, just so happy to make sure that things were clean and tidy, whether, you know, it was on him or it was on somebody else. Like you could learn from this, you know, hmm. like that could be you. Right. But you need to understand, like for me, it had to be, I needed to understand, you know, just why that was happening, you know, and just mm. being in Hebrews and just going through this journey that I'm going through right now. God was like, yo, this is a moment for you, you know, to serve your room. And I remember even as I was washing the dishes, you know, just to, you know, block out, block out the negativity and block out, you know, just the complaints. I was listening to worship music because I was like, hey. If I'm gonna do the serving thing right, <laughs> I gotta have the right premise leading yeah, the right into attitude. the serving yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if I'm gonna be washing the dishes, if I'm gonna be wiping this floor, if I'm gonna be vacuuming in here, knowing well enough that I'm never in my room, I'm gonna have the right premise as I do this because I'm not gonna let any negativity creep in. Because right, if I speak that negativity more than if for sure what happened, right? It's going to only lead to death as opposed to life. And we want it to lead to mm. life as opposed to death. So we can't let that negativity in. Yeah, that's so good. And, I, you know, even when it gets hard, you know, I believe that we as, as believers in Christ, we are called to stay courageous and confident in our hope in Christ. And that means, you know, being a blessing and being loving in spite of, even when it's hard. And, and that reminded me of, actually, you just said it, verses six and six through nine. In Hebrews three, when it you know it says, um, <clears throat> I believe it says, uh, but in Christ, as the Son, is in charge of God's entire house, and we are God's house. If we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ, that is why the Holy Spirit says, today when you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts as Christ did when, as wait, don't hit, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. When they tested me in the wilderness, mm. there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. Yeah. So right here, the Israelites tried God's patience, even though verse nine says they saw my meaning God's miracles for 40 years. Mm -hmm. I think the key point here is choosing God and softening our hearts is a day by day choice. Yeah. Like, like God, you could. You can say like, oh, yeah, I'm Christian. I'm a believer. And I've seen God move in my life here and there and doing mm -hmm. all this stuff. And then somebody yells at you and then you yell back, what? <laughs> Hold on. But like God was with you, you know, when your car broke down. God was with you when this person passed away. God yeah. was with you here. But then for some reason, it, it's hard for you to soften your heart in this moment. Yeah. You know? And I think what God is telling us is to not look at it as this whole um, I think sometimes we, I think on the past episodes, we're like, you know, when we tell people our testimony and everything, we want to tell them about the process and not about the starting and destination. Mm -hmm. but I think what God is saying is like, yes, we are to focus on the process, but also what we need to do is work on the day by mm. like, it's, it's drilling even down more from the process into literally the day, yeah. like every day in verse 13 and 14, I, I believe it says, you must warn each other every day mm -hmm. while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and harden against God. Yep. For if we are faithful to the end, 
trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all the things that belongs to Christ. Mm. It's a day by day thing. Like yeah. we're, we're called daily to soften our hearts. Mm-hmm. So when someone you know wrongs us, soften your heart. Oh, but God, like ah, this is so hard. Soften your heart. Yeah. Day by day by day. Yeah. That's so good. I'm I'm glad you brought that up regarding Jerry because, I mean, <laughs> in that moment, it's like no, I really gotta push these cards, bro. Facts. But that's that is quote unquote today. Yeah. Like that's what Hebrews is talking about. Mm-hmm. In that day, right there, soften your heart. God is giving you the opportunity to serve, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. My that's coach so always says, you know, he always reminds us, hey, you gotta die daily. <clears throat> Mm. You know, you got to die daily. You got to die to yourself daily and submit to God, you know, um, in, uh, in Joshua chapter three, verse five, um, it says, then Joshua told the people, purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do great wonders among you, you know, um, and the way that I understand that, you know, I may be wrong, but the way that I understand, you know, him saying, Pur- purify yourselves, right? For tomorrow, the Lord will do great wonders among you, right? Um, I understand that as saying, repent, repent your sins, right? Like your sins mm-hmm. are forgiven. That's one thing. That's the, that that's a step. That's one of the steps, right? But then repenting your sins is something, you know, like it, it's, it's a, it's a whole nother level, right? Um, because repenting your sins means that you know you're 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 attempting to make a change. You know you're making that change for the better, right? right? Yeah, yeah. You're put in a situation right where you could have showed love, right? Where I could have pulled the pushed those cards, or for the first time I could have washed those dishes, right? Like I'm put in that situation, and then I'm like, uh, I don't know, right? But then I'm put in the same situation, right? A month and a half later, and I'm like, you know what? Because of God. We're doing this, and that's on God, right? Because of God, we're doing this. We're making steps moving forward, right? Like, I may have, you know, struggled with lying or cheating or stealing, right? But I'm put in the same circumstances. I find myself, you know, in a store where I could potentially shoplift, you know, but you know what? I'm going to, I'm repenting my sins and I'm making that act of change to, you know, mm. to, to, you know, withhold, right? My, my own desires and submit unto the Lord, right? Die to myself and submit up to the Lord, you know? Right. Um, That's so good. That is so good because I I know that, you know, Christ calls us to take up our cross daily and follow him. Yep. Daily and follow him. Mm -hmm. It's not a take up your cross today and then in five or six years, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you can pick up your cross again. No, it's like every day we have a new cross we got to carry. Yep. Every day there's new challenges, new struggles. And even in Ecclesi- I think it's in Ecclesiastes where it talks about why worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its challenges of its yep. own and mm-hmm. there's a time for everything. So why you know why get frustrated in this moment? Like this is a prime moment for you to pick up your cross. Yeah. Be able to say, "Wow, okay. So I know, you know, I, I don't want to clean these dishes and everything, but in this moment God could be saying, "I can use you in this moment." You know, yeah. So pick up your cross, pick up what you want to do, and carry it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just let it go, yeah. let it go, and and let me work in you. And that's that's so powerful. And you know, 
and, and that that's 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 why you know I um uh it makes sense why you know in Joshua one right verse eight says study this book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so you'll be sh- so you will be sure to obey everything written in it you know that makes sense right because if we were to pick up that cross daily right if we were to submit to ourselves i mean not excuse me not submit if we were to die to ourselves daily and submit ourselves to the lord daily right, right. being in the word daily meditating on it day and night makes sense because you need to know what that looks like so you could take steps you could take steps moving forward right like that pocket that you and I both watched right Seasons are gonna happen, right? You know, storms are gonna are gonna come within those seasons, right? But don't let that storm set you back, right? Cling on to right. the Lord, and you know, progress within that storm. Let Him guide your step, you know, one step at a time, moving forward. Even though you can't see what the end goal looks like, you know, but you need to be in your Word daily, meditating on it day and night, so that you understand just what that looks like, right? And it's something that you talked about even, I think, I don't remember if it was the last podcast, it was a couple of podcasts ago, when people were like, man, it's just mm-hmm. something about you. Like, I can't really quite pinpoint it. Like, it's like, you know, it's like you're happy yeah. or like you got joy or something. You know, when that Holy Spirit is spilling mm-hmm. with, with within you, right? Like, there's nothing that you could do to stop your light. If your light shines brighter, you know, if your light shines brighter than everything else in the room, there's nothing that you could do to withhold that light from shining. You know, it's going to shine whether mm. you like it or not, right? Because you've been feeding your mind, your soul, your body, right? The word, the living bread, mm. right? That we are to take up every single day. You know, they say, the f- they say there's only one thing that's faster than the speed of light, and that is the speed of darkness running away from the speed of light. That's the only thing faster mm. than the speed of the speed of light. Hmm. Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> that is that's a powerful word. Um hmm. something, you know, I I just thought of um as you were saying that I I think sometimes we can um we can hear, you know, soften our hearts. We need to soften our hearts and uh, soften our hearts and uh, do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think as well, even in these verses, it talks about um, entering God's rest. And yeah. If you look at verse uh, verses 10 and 11, mm-hmm. uh, it says this. This is God speaking or the Holy Spirit it says, so I was angry with them and I said, their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. Yeah. So in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Mm-hmm. So because they, the Israelites, you know, in their time, you know, when Moses brought them out of the wilderness, um, you know, and God used him and everything, there were multiple moments where, you know, things didn't go the way they planned. And they just kept complaining and be like, oh, Lord, I'm just, you know, this isn't happening and that's not happening. And if we, aren't able to soften our hearts, we will not be able to enter God's rest. Yep. Because we're constantly fixated on this, like we're not getting our way. We're not getting, Mm -hmm. you know, our way. So I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, what does it mean to enter God's rest? And as soon as I thought about this question to ask, I think we talked about this in episode one. I think on our first episode, I think we 
I had said something about the difference between human rest and godly rest yeah. and, and how I, I believe and correct me if I'm wrong to you. So, but I, I believe we said like human rest is, is um like it's physically it is enough, but we constantly need it more and more. We, we like every time we, we do something, we get tired, right? We need to go to sleep. But then we wake up in the morning and we expel that energy and it just, it's a constant cycle, but godly rest, you don't need that. We like we might be tired, but we're rested in him. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean, we might be struggling during the day, but we're rested yep. in him. How can you be so calm and collected? You you look so tired. You have someone my rest is not physical. Yeah. You know, it's it's not physical. It's it's different. Yeah. So that's I think that's something that even in this time, if we were able to unpack that, because I I know we talked about that in episode one, but I'm I'm wondering how how does this kind of tie into us softening our hearts so that we can even be able to enter God's rest. So I remember one thing about that, you know, and even just what inspired that, right? What we had listened to, it was saying that, you know, rest is not like, it's not a prerequisite or excuse me. I think it was saying work is not a prerequisite of rest, right? Mm, you need to be right. rested yes. in order to work. You don't need to work to rest you know yeah and it was talking about just how um when men was created on the sixth day the first thing that we experienced was god resting right because we needed resting. to understand yeah. that we need rest in order to work you know mm. um right and right with that work what that work looks like you know it could be you know loving that neighbor as you love yourself right like you need to understand what that action looks like in order to put it in place. Uh, first yeah. John um, chapter four, uh, verse 20 says, if someone says I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people, we, we can see how can we love God whom we cannot see? Verse 21 says, and he has given us this commandment. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers, you know? So hmm. you can't, right, say you love God, but not love your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, X, Y, Z, right? And in that same way, right, you can't necessarily work if you're not rested, you need to understand what mm. that picture of love looks like so that, you know, if it's reflected onto God, it's also reflected onto other brothers and sisters. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's really good. And, and I think when we are, when we fully enter God's rest, I think that's how we're able to love our brothers and sisters like fully Yeah. and, and not, Based on our physical, ooh, here we go. When we're able to rest in God's um, rest, when we're able to, to rest in him, I think that's when we can show love from a place of unconditionality. Mm. Regardless of how I'm feeling that day, I can be tired. Mm. I can have full, I can be full of energy. Yes. I can be, you know, frustrated, yes, mad, yes, anything. Yes. But for some reason... When I see you or I go through a challenge, something in me shifts. Yes. You should be mad in this moment. Why are you loving me yes. right now? You should be so sad in this moment. Why are you smiling? Come on. 
Like it, and it's and it's not because I'm neglecting the moment. It's because I know my God is greater. Mm. It's because I know I have eternal rest in Him, mm. and that supersedes the situation Come that on. I go through. Yes, but I think something we have to be aware of, Tiso, is that I don't think that's just like a epiphany we have, and then immediately we wake up the next morning. We're like, regardless of what's going on, <laughs> I have rest in Christ. Like, <laughs> like I don't know about you, but I feel like that is a that has to be a journey. There has to be oh, a, no, most definitely, like a bro. day by day to that. Most definitely. You know what I mean? Like, like so what what does that like practically look like? You know what I mean? To kind of daily, you know, choose to rest in Christ. So we talked about this earlier, right? Repentance, right? Repentance goes together with sanctification. Um, because when you're yeah. being sanctified, you know, um parts about you are, you know, being broken down, right? To be able to, you know, grow new and make better fruit. Um, mm. So, right, it's a journey, right? We always have it. Like, every day has its own testimony, right? My boy Jay Carter said this, you know, God tells us something every single day, right? It's up to us whether we, whether we, um, whether we, we hear and listen what he has to say, Right. And that could come yeah. in various ways. It could come in reading the word. It could come in praying. It could come to listen to worship music. It could come to talking to other believers about what you're personally going through. It could come by, you know, giving yeah. your testimony, right? God tells us something every single day, right? Um, and really the choice is up to us. Every single day, he's knocking on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. Like, yo... Are you gonna let me in? You know, you're gonna let me into your life. I know you said that yesterday, right? Yesterday is gone, right? I mm. need that same commitment yeah. today, right? I don't know what may happen wow. tomorrow, right? I personally don't know. God does, but you don't know what may happen tomorrow. But right, like it says yeah. in Ecclesiastes, tomorrow's worries will come, but they're not here right now, right? What matters is today, mm. right? I need that same commitment today, right? As um, my friend Christina was talking about this, right? So we've, uh, me, her, and a few of us have been working out in the morning. Shout out to the five AM troopers. Um, hey, hey and, that's um, <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, she, she, she was telling, uh, she was telling somebody. She was like, honestly, like my motivation for working out, you know, based on like what we're doing, died like on day three. You know, she says the only thing that's mm. kept it, kept her, you know. A month going strong is the drive to be consistent, right? So there are going to be days mm. where we wake up where we don't want to read the word, where we don't want to pray, where we don't want to thank God for everything that he's blessed us with. There, Those days will mm. come, right? But if you understand that, you know, right, that motivation is nothing but a feeling, but you being proactive and consistent with what you do is the action behind it that's what's gonna keep you and help you progress moving forward right now unfortunately mm. we're humans and we fail and they're gonna be days where you know understanding that it's about consistency and not a lack of motivation we're gonna want to stop and you know mm. then right in that in that sense we're delaying our own progress right like we keep referring well like yeah. i keep referring right storms will happen right yeah, but don't yeah. let that storm set you back, right? And how do you not yes. let that storm set you back? By speaking to God. How do you become sanctified? 
by speaking to by speaking to God. Come How on. do you you yeah. know learn the ways and characteristics of repentance by speaking to God? Right? What does speaking to God looks like? Like I said, reading your word, listening to worship music, praying to Him, talking to other believers, sharing your testimony. All those ways will show you what God looks like and how God wants you to move forward. Mm. Hey, I'm sorry. One more thing. That's so good. Like you said, it's a lifestyle, right? It's something that I, I recently yeah. just heard uh, today. It, it, it went along the lines like, if you find yourself in a group of people that you know don't want the same thing as you do, you guys are going to clash. Um, it was like, Hmm. A group of high, a group of high achievers don't like mediocre people. A group of mediocre people yeah. don't like a group of high uh, achievers because yeah. they don't have the same. Yeah. Um, they they don't have the same like uh like values in place keeping them to yeah, move forward. Like passion, exactly. Yeah. That they don't yes. have that same passion. You know, driving them forward. You know, to to want the same thing, right? Mediocrity is going to be like, uh, you know, I'm just going, you know, see what happens, I guess. Right. Yeah. But like a high achiever would be like, nah, bro, I can't just say I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to do everything that I can in my God given, you know, in my God given power to see how that can change, how I can change the outcome what's going to happen, right? Mm. There are certain things that we can't change. There are certain things that we can't change, right? When Jesus raised um, Lazarus from the dead, right? He told all those people, yo, all right, I need y'all to move that rock, right? I need you to get him from where you put him, right? Jesus was saying, this is what you can do. Now, what you cannot do is raise him from the dead. And that's my job, right? There are things that we can do. There are things that we can't do. Right, I'm gonna do everything that I can in my God given power to do what I can to change the outcome of my situation. There are certain things that I can't make happen for my situation to, uh, to change, right? But in doing yeah. so, that's why we have hope, and that's why within that hope we build faith, right? And through that faith, we constantly put in that work moving forward so that we could prosper whatever we want out of that particular situation. We trust in God that the work that we're putting forward. Will get us what we need, right? Now, when that's said and done, right? Mm. God will say, Hey, you're going in the right direction. God will say, Hey, let's redirect and get you to a different, to a different thing, right? God will let whatever mm. you want happen for your life how He wants it to happen, right? Um, I think, excuse me, I think the 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 quote says, uh, give me one second. The the quote says, uh, it says, relax. If God wants it to happen, it will. You know, um, hmm. you can keep pushing something on and on and on and on. But if it's not a part of God's will, it won't happen. And he will show you. If you're reading your word, if you're talking to other believers, if you're praying, right? if you're listening to worship music, right? if you're sharing your testimony, God will let you know you're taking steps in the right direction. Maybe let's re maybe let's redirect. He will let you know. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. And and I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, the things that we can and can't change and how, you know, God will redirect us regardless of, you know, what we do, but we have to, you know, have faith and, and move in the direction that that we feel is of him. Um <laughs> I mean this is this is honestly 
this might be like the the wrap up point here. Um, this is something I I thought about and like, <laughs> okay, how do I how do I even like preface this? Mm-hmm. So there are two analogies, and I want us to work through them. Okay, yeah. so because I, I thought about this and as I was writing these this up, like this messed me up. <laughs> so the first one, when we set the wrong expectations for God, it becomes easier to have our hearts hardened by sin's deception. Mm. Now let's let's take this analogy first. We have an analogy of a microwave versus an oven. Okay. Now Tiso, you're a chef, of course. Hello. God be if the everybody joy. else doesn't know, <laughs> Tiso does cook. He's a <laughs> he's a chef. Um, so work with me here. So what do you feel like is the main difference between a microwave and an oven? An oven takes longer, usually. Um and yeah. you know, uh actually uh, I've I've actually been learning about this. So an uh, oven, uh, excuse me, not an oven. A um, a microwave uses like radiation heat, um, and an mm-hmm. oven uses thermal heat. You know, so an oven is more like like you can have like a fire oven, you know, like type stuff where like it's using like you know, fire. Yeah, you yeah. Know, to warm up yes. your food, and because of that, it's gonna take longer for that to you know warm or cook whatever you want, right? But your microwave is going to use radiation in order to, you know, warm or cook, whatever the case may be. Mm, that's so good. And yeah, like Tisa, you hit the nail right on the head. Like like you said before, a microwave, like it uses super fast electromagnetic mm-hmm. waves. It's kind of why it's called a microwave and it vibrates the water in our food yep. and that's how it cooks. And an oven, like you had said, it uses that, that, that thermodynamic heat. Yeah. Uh, it works through generating heat directly to warm the oven, to warm the oven air, and mm-hmm. thus the food that's within it. Yeah. Um, and I think the breakthrough moment between this these this analogy of the difference between a microwave and an oven, God exceeds our expectations, so He must soften our hearts to prepare for however He chooses to move in our lives. Because I think what the world wants, the world is a microwave. We want it now. Mm. We want it now. Mm. But sometimes what that can do is that can make us think God is an oven. It's going to take a lot mm. of time for him to work in my life. Yeah. It's going to take years, yeah. decades. What God is saying, why are you trying to put me in a box? Ooh. I am a microwave and I am an oven. Ooh. The only thing is you don't know what time the food's going to be ready. Ooh. Now, let the, think of, like, come on. Whether fast or slow, God will share with us all that belongs to Christ if we stick along for the whole ride. Yes. Now, here goes the next yes. analogy. If we don't jump off when it gets boring or too hard, then the ride will be amazing. Ooh. But if, if we hit like a huge bump and everything, oh my goodness, I, we might as well get up. Hold on, hold on. God's like, wait, wait. We're getting to the good part. Ooh. Hold on. You got to stay for the whole ride because yes. you bought a ticket to the whole amusement park, yes. right? Come on. Come on. You have to trust that that you bought that ticket for a reason. You have to walk in faith and believe that these rides are here for my mm-hmm. enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the ride is going to come about. Just like we said, the microwave and the oven. You can't just say, oh, this ride is going to be really good. It's going to be really mm-hmm. bad. If you know, mm, hold on, this goes right back into verse, uh, verse three and four in, in Hebrews. It says, but Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses. Just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. Mm. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. So if we know that God works everything together for those 
who love him, yeah. then why, you know, when things come up, do we feel like it's it's so hard to soften our hearts and immediately we harden them because we wanted God to be a microwave yeah. God, but he was an oven God. Ooh. We wanted God to be an oven God, but he was a microwave mm. God and gave us something too quick. And we're mm. like, whoa, God, this isn't what I wanted or expected. Yeah. I think God is like, stop trying to be so soften your heart. Yeah. Truly, yeah. whatever opportunity I give you, whether it's to serve someone else, whether it's I'm giving you a blessing and everything, just soften your heart and let me like, just let me leave, you know? I think it, it, it's something that you said, too. You know, you was like, right, right. I'm trying to be, you know, your microwave right now, but you're not letting me. I need to be your oven right now, but you're not letting me, right? Um, it's like, okay, I'm putting you in this situation right now, right? But the quicker, you know, the quicker that you, you learn what needs to happen, the faster mm. your blessing will come. Right, because Ooh. now you're gonna move it. You're, you're you're gonna feel like you're moving faster through that storm, right? Because now you got God mm. by your side, and now you're taking steps every single day forward. You're making progression. You're not just constantly idling in one place now, but you're consistently making progress moving forward. You know, so I'm gonna mm. show you the steps, and you're gonna feel like you're going through that storm a lot faster, but a lot like more quickly. Um. Because you're with me, you you're taking steps moving forward. Uh, it's something that I heard. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, it, I may be wrong a little bit. Um, just how it goes, but it's like mm-hmm. slow. Slow is the fastest. Slow is the fastest way to like you know, like to 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 your destination or something like that. You know, like that that slow and steady wins the race. Well, it it, like, it, it ties in together, right? Is that what you're saying, no, or? it ties in together. Like slow, slow mm-hmm. and steady wins the race, right? Like if you take your time mm-hmm. and you understand the situation for what it is, you understand the perspective given for the particular situation, taking steps moving forward, yeah. you know, and making progression, it's gonna be easier. Yeah. And this feel like, and thus feel like you're taking faster steps to get to the goal. Because uh, mm. you've taken time to assess and you've taken time to think through the situation. To, instead of making a rash decision and saying, oh, this is what I think the situation is. Boom. Let me try to, you know, take steps. Mm. And then you crash and you burn. You're like, ah. Oh. Now, when you take two weeks off, sit back and then try something else different. Whereas you're going to take in time, you know, uh, while you still have energy to sit back. Assess the assess the situation for what it is, and then take steps moving forward. Right, there's a lot of times, you know, where you know, if somebody is in an argument, then you know, we end up saying stuff that we regret, right? Because instead of listening to a person, right, you hear something and immediately you shut everything out, and then you're triggered, and then you're ready to pop off. You're like, well, you did this, and you did this, and you did this, so why should I do this? Well, whoa, 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 listen. Listen to the entire rebuttal. Listen to what the person is saying, right? Try to learn from mm-hmm. what they're saying, right? And then respond out of that, right? React to what they're fully acting out, right? Don't cut them short mm-hmm. and then, you know, say everything. We try to, like you say, right? We try to put God in a box, right? We may think God is yeah. saying one thing, but God could be saying something entirely different, Right. We could be we yes. God could be saying, Hey, like, I don't need you no, I don't need you in any other relationship right now. I need to I need to learn what that relationship mm. looks like with me before you yeah. take that step. Right. 
But we could just hear, oh, I don't need you to be in relationship. And you just want to cut down every relationship. Well, that's not what God is saying. God is just saying, hey, wait, mm-hmm. take your time. Learn first. Yeah. Then you can progress. Don't just cut everything out of your life uh, because this is what you thought I had said. Yes. And when we soften our hearts, that's when we're able to determine. Of course, we're not going to determine everything, but I think that's when we'll be able to say, okay, God, I see what you're trying to say here. I hear you now. You know, I know, you know, I kind of was looking for this microwave, like I want this to happen right now, but you're actually telling me that this is going to take some more time. Or even even better sometimes, to ha- a mindset to have is, God, I don't know what you're, you're doing right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to walk in faith and believe that this is what you call me to do. Yeah. And whether it's a quick microwave fix or mm-hmm. if it's an oven fix and it's going to take some time to heat up. Yeah. I'm a trust in you, Lord, and you will be the one who decides. But I think what God asks us first before we even get to that point is to soften our hearts yeah. to hear him. Because we don't hear him, like we said before, we will never get to enter his place of rest and yeah. knowing that I can rest mm. in whatever he chooses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's this way or that way, I'm still resting yep. in him. And I'm, I'm glad that you know, <laughs> I'm glad that episode seven is talking about, you know, we, we ended off with like rest mm-hmm. and softening our hearts because that's kind of the season where <laughs> we're like, we're about to go yep. into now. It's kind of funny. It's funny how, how God kind of made that happen. You know what I mean? We say oh, Hebrews three, are we really need to soften our hearts. And now I think in this time, Tisa and I are really going to have to soften our hearts to what God is saying mm-hmm. instead of us being like, oh, we should do this episode. We should do that. Like, Lord. How do you want us to best steward this podcast? How do you best want us to move forward yeah. and and speak into people's lives, but also continue to live out our testimonies mm-hmm. of our lives? So, um, I'm thankful um, for episode seven that we are doing yes, this. Sir. And we are <laughs> we live. You know what I'm saying? We live. You know, Tisa. You you. <laughs> You know, Tisa, with that said, I mean, you, you have any any final thoughts on episode seven before next time? We'll be in season two, man. <laughs> hey, man. I only got to say two words. And that's from my little sis, Chrissy. That's on God. Mm. <laughs> hey, man. That's a great way to end it, bro. <laughs> man, we love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And tune in, not for episode eight. But season two, episode yes, one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Peace. Hey, family. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please join us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. for another great episode full of faith, life, and testimony. God is truly moving. And we're thankful that he has blessed us with this platform to share how he continues to move in our lives. Follow us at The Load Podcast on Instagram and click the link in our bio to stay updated on our content. May y'all continue to be blessed. Peace.